Let's bring the energy today, boys. Let's go. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome back. I'm Neil. I'm Pat. I'm Michael. And this is the 411. We're covering everything football world. Boys, how are we doing this week? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. One word Stop. to describe it. One word to describe this. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am I am ready. I am hyped. A lot of big announcements. Very exciting topic. Yes. Michael, how yes. are you? How, how are you? Un- how yes. are you doing, Mike? Unreal. Super excited for this podcast. A lot of big developments. Uh, Neil, please, please. Agreed. So, breaking news, we are now on Spotify. So, from this point forward, we'll be uploading the full podcast to Spotify. Um, then only highlights are going to be posted to the YouTube account. So, we'll be advertising the link to the Spotify on the 4 Instagram, as well as the 4 one TikTok, at 4 one pod Give us a follow. As well as post the link to our account in um, the description of the YouTube videos. Before we jump in, love to give well, hold on, a... Just one second. Uh, um, it's pretty minor, but we also created a Twitter at 401 Pod. Oh, I and, totally forgot you know, about the Twitter. Yeah, hey, look, you know, if you have a minute, go follow the Twitter. Give us a follow. If you like the channel, subscribe, leave a like, give but us some constructive criticism in the comments. Give us something. <laughs> uh, I would like to thank our sponsors, um, Daily Orton Attorneys at Law. They're located in Warwick, Rhode Island. They're a full service law firm. Um, whatever your legal need may be, contact Kevin Daly, uh, 401 921. Five nine oh one. So today we're going to be talking about um, draft needs for the Patriots. So positions that really need to get filled on this Patriots team if they want to get a shot at you know eight and eight or a winning record this year. Um, slow down, slow down. <laughs> I'm not worried about a winning record. Let's do this. Ooh, a lot of people that. are. Ooh. I am sort of worried about Ooh. a winning record this year. Get into it. Get into All it. All right. So Pat, start it off. Go first. Go for it. So let's talk, let's talk draft picks. Let's talk pats. Okay. All right. The easy answer is quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quarterback, this is, these are hard shoes for Tom Brady to fill. We'll see. I, I disagree. We, we know that the wide receiver position and the offense as a whole sucks. We know that, except for running back, those positions lack skilled players. Stidham could be good. We don't know. He hasn't everything yeah, we haven't yet. seen enough from him yet. Everything yes. that we have said about Stidham and new quarterbacks is strictly dependent on what that pick is going to be. What happens in the draft? This is all dependent on the draft, which I'm why for the first time in forever, I'm so excited for this draft. It's going to be the most interesting Patriots draft we've seen in a while. Slow down. Okay. Slow down. It, you also need to remember our GM is Bill Belichick. Fair. He, he, you know what he's probably going to do with the 23rd pick in the NFL draft? The a Patriots are going to trade out of it. For two <laughs> That's what he's right. going to end up doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's get into it. Tom Brady, hard shoes to fill. What were some of the reasons last year that Tom Brady had so much trouble besides his age? Lack of weapons. I think weapons. Namely, loss of a lot of receivers and Gronk. Rob Gronkowski. Um, Rob yeah. Gronkowski is the one I want to focus on. Okay. I want to start with the rumors. Oh, Gronk's coming back. Is he going to the box? No. No way. A year under his belt, no football. Any dream of his down the drain. He's lost so much weight, he's done. Okay? We have, we, right now, the New England Patriots are depending on Ryan Izzo. Hey, and Matt Lacoste. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not, not something that I want to take pride in, okay? Mm-hmm. So dependent on if they this everything I'm about to say is dependent on if they stick with Stidham as their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
Cole Komet out of Notre Dame. Okay. Tight right. end. 6'5", big guy. Injuries have been a problem for him, Just but they have with Gronk as well. Right. Ended Gronk's career. Still the greatest, I, in my opinion, the greatest tight end of all time. Most dominant. Fair. Notre Dame, who he plays for, only played two ranked teams the whole year, Georgia and Michigan. And every single time, he scored a touchdown in both of those games. What does that tell you guys? Perform in the clutch. Perform in the clutch. when they need him. He's, a, he's an plays, asset to the team. An asset to the team is what I – that's the drawback for me. Speaking of drawbacks, he has been marked as not a great blocker. Okay. And whatever and whatever road that the Patriots decide to take, whether it's some new guy out of the draft or Stidham, it's going to be a new young quarterback. I think Michelle White are going to be used a lot more just because it's a new guy. So, Pat, and you're figuring how this is going to be a run-heavy offense, and you are going to use your first pick of the draft on a tight end yep. who's not good at blocking the run. Yep. What makes you think this is a, going to be a good pick at all? Because his skill in the slot makes me comfortable. Do you see what I'm saying? There have been plenty of Off sick of receivers. There have been plenty of sick receivers slash tight ends that have made quarterbacks look really good. I just don't see that happening as a rookie, especially in the Patriots system. All, do you see yeah, what I'm rookie saying? Rookie wide though? receivers, I, I could be wrong, but rookie wide receivers, as far as I can remember, don't perform considerably well their first season. I'm talking about Rush. He's a tight I think, end. I think we're going to be seeing an entirely new version of what we as New Englanders consider to be a patriot system. Well, because yeah, as, obviously, it's going to be well, a completely well, new era. Correct. I mean, it's, so be, at, it's a new place. As we talked about in previous pods, offenses kind of, and that's where we were debating the pros and cons of, you know, is Brady a good fit for the Bucs? Um, you know, a lot of offenses revolve around the needs of the quarterback and the style of play of the quarterback. So I think depending on who we have in that slot, I think we, if we have Stidham, um, it's going to be kind of the same, but there's going to be a, not, a lot of new young players that we're just not used to seeing or experiencing. We're just Well, no, I disagree. I wouldn't be surprised if Bill went out and got like a veteran guy because that would make Stidham's job a lot easier to manage. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying. He's not the best blocking, but think about who we have right now. Are Matt Lacoste, is it Matt Lacoste? Yes. Matt Lacoste and Ryan Izzo, the greatest blockers you've ever seen? No. No, but those I guys mean, also when may you think not of a, make the roster this year. When you think of a tight end, what's more important, blocking or catching balls? Catching, Ooh. but, like, it yeah. de- then again, it depends from team to team. If you have, like, a sick offensive line, like the Cowboys, per se, then you don't need to have this extremely good blocking hey, tight end. And I'm not here to tell you that the Patriots' line is sick. Because it's, it's not. not. It's, it's very low average. It's, I don't think it's below average. I think it's mediocre. Last year was not very good. It was lackluster. Yeah. It, it was. It was nothing, nothing very common. Nothing. Word. Nothing to write home about. Write is home what about. I'm gonna say. <laughs> but let's. Uh, I'm, and now, now, right now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hop into Bill's mind. Okay. Let's think of Bill's moves that he's made for this team so far. O line, franchise tag tuning, right? Wide receiver, lost or set, law um signed bird, right? I'm not Demir telling Burr, he's a speedy guy from Cardinals. Who, right. who knows if he's mm-hmm. even going to make the team? All I'm saying is that they lost it, filled it. They, they have a solution. Do you see what I'm saying? They've solved it. 
tight end. <laughs> but dude, then again, that's like saying they had a solution for Gronk by signing Matt Lacoste and and drafting little, Ryan. A little bit different. It is different. different. I'm exaggerating. Dorsett. Yeah, but dude, you were one to say that Dorsett could be a number one receiver if Edelman were to go down. That's not what I said. That yes, you I said if you're gonna lean towards one guy, you lean towards Dorsett. It's not what I said. And for everybody watching, in the past podcast, one of Neil's questions that he posed was if Edelman were to go down, who would Brady depend on more? Not who would become the number one receiver. I think those well, are two very different kind things. Of, it's, kind it's kind of, of interchangeable. It's implied. Yeah. Because oh, anyway, but, but, down, besides the point, won. let's – Pat, please. <laughs> All I'm saying is that it, they've, made, they've made no moves for tight ends, and, they're la- and they are lacking in that department. So honestly, I think in the first round, it's down to quarterback and tight end. That's all I see them drafting with. Maybe a linebacker, maybe. Yeah. Me too. Maybe a linebacker. But dude, when I think about that, that this linebacker, not necessarily the linebacker crew, because we've lost a lot of guys. I'm not gonna tell you we haven't. But what we're lack, what we don't lack on defense is leaders. We have the leaders, and we were talking about the, me and Michael were talking about it in the last podcast. We were kind of debating about it, and I agree that leaders are very important to a team. Mm-hmm. So maybe we focus a little bit more on the offense. Maybe we maybe we laser around more kind of like the focal points. But I'm going to go back on my own points. You can have all the leaders in the world, but if you don't have skill players to fit those positions of need, I agree. then you're not going to be a very good team. You're not going to be able to That's string true. some wins together and maybe make a playoff appearance. So wait, Pat, is that all you got on uh... – I, I just think in this draft specifically, I think in this circumstance, in this circumstance, in this draft for this year, we're going to have to build this offense around a young quarterback. No matter what circumstance happens, that's what's going to happen. I think we have enough def- defensive leaders to hold down the ship, and I think we need to laser in on either a quarterback and have um, Stidham and Mystery Man fight it out for the spot, we throw in a tight end and see if we can get the mojo. Yeah, see, I disagree. I think it wouldn't be stupid of them to get a receiver first. Like, if they were, I don't think it'd be stupid. Like, there are some really, really good receivers in this draft. But I was looking at some of the mocks, and I was looking at like the top wide receivers. They're gonna go. Yeah, they first of all, quick, and there are a lot of solid ones you can pick. I'm actually gonna list a few. Uh, I actually have one wide receiver, which I think the Patriots might draft, but. That's in the third round. I just don't see them picking a wide receiver first. I think first, they have no, many other needs. Right. Um, other I don't, I don't wide think receiver in this draft. In first round, you know, I you'll think see they will. You'll see the look. What did they do last year in the first round? Draft a receiver. Drafted a receiver. They're not going to draft Nikhil Harry. They're not going to draft a, a wide receiver in back-to-back years, number one. Because you know what that says? Hey, Nikhil Harry didn't pan out. Let's try right. it again. Let's run yeah. it back. And I just don't think that Bill Belichick first of all, is going to want to. I have, I have faith in Nikhil Harry. First of all, I don't think we've do seen too. enough out of him. I do too. And honestly, but I don't think I don't think it'd be stupid of them all if they were to get like I don't know, uh, like Justin Jefferson, LSU. If, if you don't think you could really help this team, I don't know enough about the guy. I don't know where he's supposed to go or anything. I I mean, maybe I, it depends on what his stats are. How where's he? Performs. Where's he projected to go? What round? So okay, so he, I watched a little bit of him playoffs. He really excels. Final minutes of the game, and we talked about it in the last pods. A lot of Pats games this season are gonna come down to the yeah, final minute. You need to also remember, dude, this is I'm a rookie. The Patriots never rely on rookies agreed. early. Agreed. I mean, late in games, like they don't but this rely is, on but Michael. This is a little I bit remember, different. 
Have yes. we ever had to rely no. on rookies? Last year, now, dude. You had guys Patriots. like that Chiefs game with Nikhil Harry. Look, he was in bounds, but, you know, if he makes That's, a better play. I agree. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying in the past, the Patriots have never had to rely on rookies. So I don't think what Neil's saying is crazy. I don't think crazy. you can say that. No, I don't remember. think what Neil's saying is crazy because you're right. We did have to rely on Nikhil Harry, and we never had to do that before because we had what I thought Patriots, veterans, straight veterans. That's not the case anymore. I remember young he guys. Had, he had one. You just, you just got off saying that the, the defense still has basically all of their leaders. They still have veteran members on that team, veteran icons. They're not necessarily relying on young players right now on the defense. On the offense, you still That's got what, Edelman. Yes. He's like 30, 40 years old. The old line is like late 20s, early 30s. I think really all it is, and it's like, I'll tell you all it is, but like your wide receiver core is the only young thing on this team. Now that I think about it, you, except, you, yeah. Yeah. With the but, exception of a tight end, if they're well, going to I'm kind of adding – all right, weapons as a know, whole. Receivers Receiving as a whole. core. That's what Agreed. I mean as a whole. Yeah, I just – like, I remember that he had this one big game against Oklahoma last year. 14 receptions, four touchdowns, 220 receiving yards. He finished 2019 with 111 receptions, 15, 40 uh, receiving Neil. yards, and 18 touchdowns. You, you remember all those stats? No, I have him down. No, but I just see. No, you know what? Yes, I did remember them. Those numbers are pretty appealing to me. And I just don't think that that guy is going to be there in the. Because remember, for those of you who may not know, the Patriots have a first round pick, the 23rd pick. They don't have a second because they traded that for Mohamed Sanu. And they have three thirds. A guy who caught 110 balls and 1,500 yards while putting up 200 yards and 14 catches against one of the best teams in the nation, I doubt is going to be there in the third round, which is where I think they could potentially get a wide receiver. So basically here, Neil, if you don't mind, can I uh, interject? Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to build off on what Pat and Neil kind of said. This team has a lot of holes, as we know. We've kind of already went over that. Um, But don't they always? Don't they always have a lot of holes going into the air? You always say like, "Oh God, they." Yes, you do. Every I, yes, but every yes. always year. we we always come back to okay, but we have Tom Brady. Mm, yes, okay, always, I'll, I'll, okay, always, I'll, yes. Anytime debating a Pats fan that says, "Oh, your O line sucks. You don't have no receivers left," I was like, "Yeah, but we have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And what happened and they're last probably going to get us to win like well, what happened know, last year? Ten games. We had no receiving core. We had and Tom no Brady was- So we had we had <laughs> a hole." right? We had a whole lot of offense and Bree wasn't enough to get us through that, right? So this year is different. We all know that it's nothing we've ever been through before. We lost our leader, Tom Brady, but we have other guys in this team. We need a new quarterback. Who's going to fill that gap? Who's going to be the guy to kind of get us back on track? Um, And you can't say no one. Because Brady is replaceable. You can find a guy that can take on the leadership role that Brady had. I'm not saying clutch. I'm saying leadership. Listen, Neil, no. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Replacing Brady. I you couldn't disagree more. Quarterback regardless. But there's disagree. You will never replace Tom Brady. I could not disagree more. His leadership skills is one of the greatest things that he had. But that That's is, you, you can find another leader. You can't find a guy who has you leadership find roles another leader such as not Tom Brady. Level of Tom you, Brady. You can find guys that exhibit leadership roles, sure. But I think to- you, I, I think you can find a guy that has leadership roles who resemble Tom Brady pretty well. 
Not Brady's one of the greatest. It, he's sorry. He is the greatest of all time. Thank yada, you. Yada, Thank you. But yeah. you can find a guy that's like him. Last year he was a leader. What did that do for us? Fair. We were a Gosh, wild card exit. I'm just saying. His oh, we only went to the playoffs. Tier. Like, his yeah. leadership <laughs> qualities are replaceable. But okay. I, I do want to address some of the holes they have, obviously. Obviously, the weapons. We already talked about that a little bit. My top three receivers for this draft are a little side part. I got Jerry Judy, Alabama. He's going to go top five, top ten. Uh, Henry Ruggs reminds me a lot of uh, Tyree Kill. Very speedy guy, okay. kind of a gadget player. Uh, he's also out of Alabama. Alabama had three out of, like, the top five wide receivers in this draft. They're crazy. Absurd. Uh, I got C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma, my number three. Big, beefy guy, really uh, aggressive um, – sorry, athletic, ver- um, versatile, all that big, good stuff. Big, beefy, beefy. Yeah. big, beefy. Wow. Guy. Yeah. Wow. Big, beefy guy. Okay. All right. So, all right, my, my pick for the Pats. I got a guy named Chase Claypool. I know nothing about him, so I looked at his stats. Uh, he's out of Notre Dame. He caught 1,000 yards last year. Uh, he's a very physical receiver. We like those nitty-gritty guys for the Patriots. Absolutely. Um, I, his pro notes, he's ready for the pros. He, he shows a lot of qualities that resemble um, some pro receivers. Uh, he lacks some speed in route running, which is something that the Patriots would like to have. Um, he's projected to go somewhere as a very late second rounder, maybe an early third uh, which is for the right, Patriots, the Patriots ballpark. Yep, right. Yeah, and the fact that me and me and I assume Pat hasn't heard of him is a good sign for us, especially if he's showing. If you're saying that he's showing some promise, um, just yeah, that we could really get this guy. I think so. I, and then again, I mean, Belichick could trade up. You have a lot of picks this draft. I think you have like four, six round picks. Mm-hmm. Combine a few of those, maybe a third, get a second, something like that. Draft this guy. Uh, it'd be appealing for Patriot fans to see how you traded up in the draft for a wide receiver. It looked pretty nice. So for tight ends, I have no top three. I got, I got okay. a little bit of a juicy take. I got mm-hmm. Thaddeus Moss out of LCU. He's a 6'2", 250-pound tight end. <laughs> he is the son of Randy Moss. Yeah, I was going to say, it's because it's Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's projected okay. to be a mid-fourth-round pick. He has extremely good hands. This guy can catch everything. Is and he, is he unlike, unlike yeah, Pat's – <laughs> Is he beefy, Michael? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> unlike Pat's pick for his first-round pick, a guy who wouldn't fit the Patriots scheme at all, being an awful run blocker, this guy is an awesome blocker. He's sick. The only downside, he's very slow. He's not very fast. But Gronk wasn't the fastest guy in the world, which leads me to my point of being Gronk-esque, question mark. This guy resembles a lot about Gronk. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. Okay. So look, but dude, fourth round pick. He's supposed to go a mid fourth round pick. Patriots have a few. Why not? Why not? I think I think if the Patriots are going to pull the trigger on a tight end, it's going to be early. I think it's going to be the first round. How can you say that when there are so many? Like, everything. I want to make it very clear. Everything I'm saying right now is very dependent on if the Patriots stick with Stidham. Agreed. And if they don't you draft a quarterback that. You first. said that, but right. elaborate on that. Because what do you mean? The, the, only two, Rob- the only two uses of that first-round pick I see, or either maybe we'll trade. I don't personally see it, but it's a possibility. Trade, quarterback, 
tight end. But, dude, how can you say that when there are quarterbacks out there like Jordan Love and Jake yeah, Fromm who you he, can get in the second, here's what third, I'm thinking. maybe fourth round? All right. Answer me this. Uh, quiz time. Did Belichick go to the combine? No, he didn't. He went to some some random guy. Some random guy. I wouldn't be shocked if in the fourth round, Belichick says, I'm going to pick this rando out of, like, Wyoming. Yeah, that's what fourth rounders are for. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But just, like, wasn't Stidham a fourth round pick? Which is, to my point, saying how they weren't planning on starting Stidham week one of the 2020 season. Agreed. I don't think they're going to go along with Stidham and keeping this college guy for backup because we all know – what happens when you thrust a – when you put a rookie QB or a guy fresh out of college into a starting job right away and give him a starting salary right away? Unless he's sick. Yeah. Unless like he's if sick. it's okay. Like Kyler Murray, dude, like, had a pretty good season. He had a fine season. Cardinals were, like, 4-12, and 12, dude. They dude, were, like, like Johnny Manziel, all right. those guys. Johnny right. Manziel? He I'm sucked. saying got th- – I'm saying got put into a role his first year. His oh, okay. thank God, thank God. No, I'm <laughs> saying there's there's a pattern of, and the Browns are the chief offender of. I'm gonna get the we sucked last year. I'm, I drafted a court, a sick quarterback out of college first. Hey, you know what I think is gonna happen this year? Joe Burrow. So I think I think he's gonna I, suck. I, I, I think it's gonna suck. So my my third thing that I have is the offensive line. This should <laughs> not be a surprise at all. It's a very boring pick. But it's a necessity nonetheless. Um, my pick for the Pats is a guy named Caesar Ruiz. He's a 6'3", 300-pound guy out of Michigan. He specializes in the run game. I, I think that's kind of in my notes. It's just been about who can the Patriots get that would really benefit this run game, which okay. I don't think the Patriots are any stranger to because last year I think they really started to depend on the run game, whether it was Michelle or James White. They're no stranger to it. They're trying to become run heavy. So and this I think, guy, with, a, I think with a weaker wide receiver core, especially, and they're just yes, exactly. That's my point. Is that they got to run extremely run heavy? I yeah. So it, they they specialize in the run game. He's super athletic. The one downside, not one. I keep on saying one, but one of the downsides is that he uh, struggles with technique. Okay. Like he 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 may like go too high on his blocks, like too low, or his footwork may not be well. But he may be well, in, the, in the NFL. Yeah, in the league. Dude. That's, you know, kind of important. It is important, no, but you can teach those things. Those Bill are teachable can things. Him. You can't Absolutely. teach size. You can't teach athleticism necessarily. Yeah. Those things are They're kind of like – things naturally, but you can, you can teach the technique stuff. And that's yeah. not – more... that wouldn't even be a flaw that I would be worried about as a coach because you can say, oh, he has these things. I can develop that. That's what coaches yeah. – like, coaches eat that shit up. And I can't speak too much to that because I'm not – I don't know a lot about it, but that's what I would assume. I mean, those are teachable things that a coach can do. Oh, definitely. One more thing that I want to say is about the linebackers. Malik okay. Harrison out of Ohio State, okay? He's the Ohio State. The Ohio State. I hate that. He, he's balling around second, third round. So okay. in, in ballpark for the Patriots. I want to say one thing about this guy. He has a 4.66 second 40-yard time as a linebacker. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty happy with that. So uh, – so thinking about someone, so thinking about someone who can get getting to the quarterback. While we do have Gilmore, who is one of the best quarters in the league, the defense is hurting a little bit, and I think somebody speedy like that who can get to the quarterback fast is going to be able to kind of ease the pressure off this hurting defense. Pat, so I'm really glad you brought up linebackers because I have two guys that I think the Patriots should go for. I have a guy too. 
I have Kenneth Murray and Patrick Queen. Okay. Uh, they are two super athletic guys. I can see the pass taking. Murray is 6'3", 240 out of Michigan. Queen is six foot 230 out of LSU. So Murray, super explosive. Sideline to sideline tackling this guy's all over the field. He's an athletic freak, but he's not a very good pass defender. But given how the Patriots have a lot of good pass defenders, that shouldn't be a big worry. Patrick right. Queen, on the other hand, is supposed to be taken a little bit later than Murray. He has really good on-field awareness, which is something that the Patriots always look for. He's a great pass defender, especially in the zone, something that Murray doesn't have. And, but the thing is, he's not very good at block shedding, and he only had one year of high-level production. You know, that's, so, that's kind of important, no? <laughs> yes, it is. But here, here's kind of like my overview. We always talk about the Super Bowl 50 Super Bowl, where Peyton Manning won that, right? Why do he win that? One word. He didn't win that. His defense won that. Okay. So because the defense won that, Peyton Manning didn't have to play that well. So let's say your starting quarterback week one is Jarrett Stenham. Let's say it's Jake Fromm. Let's say it's Jordan Love. Whoever it happens to be, you got to rely on the defense. Because you cannot assume that this guy is going to perform crazy good day one. And you can't rely on his receivers because you don't know if this guy's going to be able to get it to his receivers year one. So why not beef up the defense with your first-round pick and pick an athletic freak of a linebacker? And Patrick, Because that's, that's never how the Patriots have worked. I remember going but, to – But this is uncharted territory. This is like a new Patriots. Agreed. This is nothing we we're going to be new Patriots. This is going to be – these next few months, this will be one of the strangest things we've ever seen. I agree. When I think of Our Lady of Mercy School Maybe. where me <laughs> – when I think of Our Lady of Mercy School where me and Michael went to elementary school – Everything my dad said when I was like that age and went to that school, offense, defense, special teams. Bill, in the, in the what's it called, in, in the press conference. Yeah, great. Uh, all three phases of the game, offense, defense, uh, special teams. The reason they went 12 and 4 last year is offense, because of the defense. Defense. And their easy schedule. Teams. They will not bail on the offense. They will try to beef up the offense. They won't put all of their eggs in one basket and beef up the defense. It won't happen. It okay. won't. I think you got to take Kenneth Murray or Patrick Queen. One of those guys who's going to happen in the first round, Isaiah Simmons is like top five. You're not going to get him. Mm-hmm. But you take a elite first rounder because that's what you have. And you do that for a linebacker because you need a linebacker. You lost like 15 and a half guys in your front seven. How do you think that you're going to have any sort of pass rush, any sort of defense at all, not in your secondary? If you lost so many guys, you have to go out into the draft and get someone. You didn't sign anyone. They'll, they'll go out. I agree. They'll go out into the draft and sign someone, not first round. Then what? Third I don't think or fourth? First round. Third or fourth, yeah. Why? You can't rely on a third or fourth round pick. Brady what? was drafted sixth round. Oh, my God. No, no. Shit, that, that's an easy excuse. I'm just saying that third <laughs> and fourth, there are plenty of gems in the third and fourth round, dude. Yes, but don't you think that it's a lot easier to kind of – not easier, but it's I just, like – I just don't think linebacker – of finding higher talent in the first round than the sure. first Sure. I don't think linebackers are highest no. area of need right now. Maybe not highest, but f- looking at what pick you have. I, you, you know what? I wouldn't be shocked. What the I players wouldn't be shocked that they are. The linebacker. You but just said it yourself. Possible. You just said possible. it yourself. It is not the highest need, and the first round should address the highest and, and, need and on the team. Before you interrupted me, I was going to say, given the players that are supposed to be picked in the first round, I don't see any wide receivers or tight ends that are supposed to be picked with the 23rd pick that the Patriots should reach on that really catch my eye. Cole, Patrick Green and Kenneth Cole is right around there. 
Kenneth Murray, according to ESPN, is the 23rd pick. That is the Patriots pick. He's supposed to go 23rd. Patrick Queen's supposed to go 28th or something. Those are two guys that are in the Patriots' wheelhouse they should pick. That's what I'm going to say. Cole Komet is, first of all, is right around there, first of all. That's the first thing I want to say. And, and, and once again, all depending on the whole Sim situation, but the two needs right now are quarterback and what – and quarterback and this is what I'm going to say, quarterback – and receiving core. Okay. And I don't, and anybody, I don't think anybody that catches the football. And I don't think they're going to draft a receiver because so many receivers are dipping really early. Cause you said it yourself. It's such a talented class that it's going to go super early. Also, so I don't see that happening. Exactly. I don't see it, but do I think that, Hey, they need, they need a guy, a big guy who can catch balls and make a, whatever happens. A young quarterback look better. I do see it. I do. And I think, I think when you – my final thoughts are that if you take the greatest need on a team, what we, we've been talking about this entire time, we've kind of come to the conclusion. Greatest needs, obviously quarterback, we're to see what happens, tight receiving core, and linebackers. Those, I think those are the three things that we draw. The question is why – and we've all I, – I think we're all in agreement that linebackers is not the greatest need right we're now. We're not all It's agreed. a need. We're not it's all not the – okay, it's not the greatest need. Is it a need? Yes. Is it the greatest? No. It's not. No, but I'm saying for this draft, given the players who are supposed to be picked where they are, <laughs> linebacker is the greatest need. I disagree. But and you're I, not – fine. All right. Well, and I okay. respectfully agree, agree to disagree. That's right. All right. I, I think we've – have we just about – have we just about wrapped yeah. up? Boys, to episode 21. I'm Neil. I'm Pat. I'm Michael. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. All right, boys. <laughs>